How's it going, everyone? This is Precisely Podcast, a podcast about beer and video games. I'm your host, Bo, and with me, as always, we have the lovely Kelly. Hello. And we have, back from the grave, the man that edits all these podcasts, Sam, how are you? I have returned. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm back from the grave. I've been stuck in my house for weeks now. I know you have. Today was the first day I was actually like in public uh, around people again. It was rewarding. Yeah. Fun fun to uh, return to public after quarantine. And we'll leave it at that. You're just saying hi to everyone. You're just like, it's a lovely day outside. (laughs) My lucky stars, humans. Hello. (laughs) That's great. Well, it's good to have you on, Sam and Kelly. It is great to record with you uh, so so soon from our last recording. How? We're back in the groove. It feels so nice. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> I was going to say it's a groove every month or so. Yeah, that's <laughs> our be, groove. I would be fine with months. Yeah, I would be fine with once a month, um, but we'll see. I mean, we so have how's, lot- how's the dad things going? The dad things are going good. My baby is five months old. Um, she goes to bed okay, but then she wakes up like at first, like every half an hour until she oh, actually goes to sleep. Rough. Yeah. And um, then at night, she screeches and screams every two hours. So Oof. it's an alarm clock every two hours until yeah. I wake up from my actual alarm clock. But sometimes I'm already awake. So, it kind of keeps you on edge no matter what anyway, but that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. tough to work through, but it comes in waves. Yeah. It's fun, I guess. I mean, <laughs> that's the worst part of it. Like everything else is awesome. Yeah. Um, my wife is at home. She's a stay at home mom currently. And I know it's tough on her, uh, to like be around a baby all the time, even though it is your baby. It's just like. Oh, oh boy, here's more screaming. You know, no, no judgment there. Say, She's yeah. probably doing the same thing as Sam when she goes out in public. Oh my stars, <laughs> another <Yeah>. human. <laughs> Sam probably concentrated even more than that because, yeah, say it was a lot of uh, me, me and Linky here the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I get it. Can can relate. I saw he was. Uh, you sent me some pictures of him playing a video game. <laughs> yeah, so we had him. Uh, Sometimes he'll hang out down with me in my, my nerd lair for a few minutes. And uh, I had him sitting in this very chair and he was holding an Xbox controller. And I tried to get him to play. Uh, it's a, a Steam game that I have Hot Wheels Unleashed, actually a really fun oh, racing yeah. game. And it's on a bunch of platforms. And uh, he was mad that it was actually a video game and like he had control of it and everything, which I don't usually do. So then I got out uh, old Logitech PC controller and put him in front of the Disney movie Frozen. And he was sitting there playing Frozen and was content with that for about an hour. That's great. <laughs> he yeah. likes to be independent now, that's for sure. That's great. I'm looking forward to that time. Because it's fun. right yeah, right now I'm like, oh cool, I have my switch with me. Addy just got fed. Let's go just sit on the couch together. You can watch me play the switch or just like zone out because you're a baby. <laughs> and then as soon as I sit, she's just like, Meh, like I'm ready to do something else. I'm like, no, I just want to play this video game. <laughs> so it's a lot of adjusting, but it's fine. Like yeah. I'm getting a lot of my gaming in. she goes to bed at seven 30. Um, so I'm getting a lot of gaming in 
right after she goes to bed and then we just tag team it like as soon as she screams one of us goes up yeah and the other comes down and uh dad life gaming gets later and later and later as yeah. <laughs> more time gets taken by by fatherhood yeah. you find yourself sitting here playing games and you're like i'm only gonna sleep for like five hours tonight but it's 11 30 and i don't care yeah <laughs> at least yeah. i get that way sometimes i mean for sure i'm going to bed with my switch now but like before it was like a P- psp or a, a game boy or something um so yeah, I try to go to bed like around ten, ten thirty. Yeah. But I'm still like gaming in bed for a little. But I've been passing out with like a switch in my hands, which isn't <laughs> good if if it drops on your face. It, it hurts a lot. Um, okay. So don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't sleep and switch. Yeah. So are you guys drinking beer? Duh. Oh. It wouldn't be precisely without a beer. Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, my fridge is a little uh, silly right now. <laughs> With a lot of beer or what? No. If it if it were silly in a good way, it's silly that I don't have much better beer. Because mm. um, I could start by saying I'm sipping on uh, the illustrious Keystone Light right oh, now. Oh, my. Ooh. It's, I think it's, that's a first for Precisely. <laughs> that might I usually be. bring – I like to bring the lower shelves into Precisely. I like to – I like to be the levity to our, you know, our top shelf that we tend to go yeah. on the program. Uh, I have introduced National Bohemian to the podcast in the past, yes. but uh, yes, my my uh, session <laughs> session light beer crappy pilsner that I've always loved, and uh, it's one of those you just want to go to the distributor and get cheap ass beer and light beer because. You just don't feel like having anything else, but uh, yeah, I've got I got one other uh, roster lineup for for later. That's a little bit less uh, lowfalutin, we'll say. All right, that's good. Callie, what are you drinking? Well, I got a couple on deck for tonight, but um, I have first off hashtag sorry not sorry the peach IPA from uh, Evil Genius. Ooh, oh, it's nice. delicious! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've had that a few times. Um, I got a, uh, mix of six the other day for the Super Bowl, um, Ooh. to take to my friend's house so I could have a couple beers and put that one in there. So I don't think I've had this one. Um, but I like peach. I like IPAs and I like evil genius. So I love um, their names too. That mm-hmm. always yeah. entices me. Their new can style is nice. Do you like their art style? Like I was showing you there. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, just, it it's just blocky. It's just like different colors and then simple. it's just blocky lettering. It's very nice simple. Compact fonts too. Very clean. Very it clean. reminds me of like Apple in the nineties or two thousands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so can says a bold peach IPA that said what it said. We took a bright, full-bodied IPA, generously dry-hopped it with Simcoe, Mosaic, and Azica, and then made it even more mouth-watering by adding natural peach flavor. And girl, we are totes not sorry. We did, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I like the hops mixture, too. That's in a couple of other things, those three specifically. It's a a 6.7. It's a pretty easy drink so far. I like it. Awesome. So how's the peach on it? Uh, it's there. It's not overbearing, but it mixes nice with like the hop citrus flavor. Okay. So I think it's pretty good. It's not like too 
strong as far as like uh, the bitterness either. Like for those who don't like to drink a bitter IPA, it's definitely on the fruitier side, but it's pretty good. Cool. So I am drinking Tall Tale Sinister Six IPA, and uh, it's different. It's uh, in a larger can. Can you guys see this? Yes, we are. We are looking at each other. You are not looking at us listeners, but we see a nice looking can. Yeah. So it looks like it's Spider-Man related. I don't know if you guys saw this. Oh, yeah. So Sinister Six is is a Spider-Man like uh, it's a villain thing, if I remember correctly. Yes, I believe it is. It's the original six villains. Well, and they were going to eventually lead to that in Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. And then they cut after that. But anyway, beer. Yeah, so it's good. Um, it's not really like the typical IPA that I drink. It tastes darker. It tastes almost like a heavier brown ale. Hmm. Um, the bitters are very hoppy. I just had it up, but then I minimized it. And I'm like really bad with technology, I've learned. <laughs> Let me see where this is. Okay. So it says, face front true believers... Introducing one of the deadliest IPAs of all time, Sinister Six is a West Coast IPA and brewed with a blend of six different hops and dry hopped with Citra and Mosaic. It weighs in at a 7%. And I mean, it tastes simple, but very hoppy. Um, almost like a little too hoppy for me, but I like it because it's different. You know, it's not like the typical IPA that I drink that is like a easy drinking West coast pale ale or a new England IPA. But I picked it because of the can art. That's usually what I end up doing. Yeah. I owe myself a fun beer run here. Cause my birthday's on Saturday. <gasps> oh, Another man. February birthday, man. Yeah. We have the trifecta. Listen, okay. Next February, Kayla, All me and Sam, we're coming together. We're doing okay. the ultimate February birthday celebration. I'm down for that. And I actually have, <laughs> A bunch of family whose birthdays are all this month as well. We did wow. like back before, you know, but in the before time when you could get everybody together for a, a gathering, yeah. um, we did a picture of like five of us that all had birthdays within like a week of each other. It's crazy. But yeah, huh? I owe myself a beer. <laughs> yeah, you should <laughs> say it's it's been a minute since I've done a a quality beer run. Yeah, go well, get some good beer, Sam. I was going to say on the topic of, of beer and birthdays, actually, this jogged my memory. Um, I went to, I know we don't talk about this place very much, but for my birthday and then my friend's birthday is like three days after mine or something, two or three days after mine, we go in between for a birthday dinner. And this year we picked going to the new zero day tap room okay. down in Harrisburg. We haven't been there yet. So I uh, was excited to try the Mexican food, um, but I was impressed. Have you, have you been, Sam, Bo, I know you probably haven't. Sam, had you been yet? I have not. No. Um, where's the new tap room at? It's on third, uh, right next to need. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, it's definitely a little bit bigger than like, as far as seating and everything than the old one. Uh, it's like nice and clean looking to like, it's not too busy or not too industrial looking or anything. It's pretty nice. Um, Obviously, they still have all their like beers and seltzers and stuff on tap or whatever. Um, but they have a cantina of like Mexican food menu. Mm-hmm. 
it was incredible. Really? I had a, the best smothered burrito mm-hmm. I've had in a long time. It was really good. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, so I was very pleased with that. But I had what I had yesterday. I had a had their Strong Island Sour, which was pretty good. Very sour. Mm-hmm. And then I had... I had a peachy IPA there too. I can't remember what it was called, but that was pretty good too. But yeah. Yeah. It's pretty well, nice. For the viewers and listeners that don't know, I used to work there and manage that brewery. It sort of got me into beer and knowing about beer. And uh left there, got fired from there, very bitter for a couple of years, a few years. And I actually tried their beer for the first time in three years, like two weeks ago i was gonna say weren't you just there yeah i was at the broad street market right yeah and um i made a story saying just tried this beer after three years of not drinking a zero day beer four out of ten <laughs> just like <laughs> like as a joke but like i was being serious and it was funny the amount of uh people that messaged me about it like agreeing with me like wow. they were like yeah their beers subpar i'm like eh. it was more of a joke but yeah <laughs> oh, gosh. It, it got a lot of attention oh no yeah no, i i wanted to shine. i know that we don't necessarily shine a positive light on it because of that but uh, yeah two people who have no um ties or severed ties with the brewery it is yeah. really nice and it's definitely worth a shot if you would, are out yeah. this way i would love to check out their news location and honestly the mexican food makes me more intrigued than anything it's real good they do a brunch too okay i bet i bet kayla would like that She's Maybe. a brunchy type person, right? Yeah. yeah. Do they have a drag brunch though? That's what I want to know. I, I didn't see one, but well, that's that's one to love drafts and zero to zero day. Then, <laughs> yep. as yeah. far yep. as I'm concerned, I'm talking about <laughs> I love agree. drafts. <laughs> I agree. Transition. Uh, so, Love Draft Brewing Company, the brewery that we absolutely love, that loves us. Um, thank you, Love Drafts, for loving us so much, for making us record podcasts again. They love us, and now they've drafted us. Yes. We are love How do you like drafted. that? <laughs> so, drafted. Kelly and I and my wife, Kayla, uh, went there two weeks ago and brewed a beer at Love Drafts with the master brewer, Terry, and his assistant, Tyler. And we learned so much about beer. Oh, yeah. And it was so much fun. Dude, it was incredible. It was so fun. Like we were rolling up. It was like 1030 in the morning and we had a beer in our hand by 11. Yeah. We were ready to go. And it was like out of the tank beer too. Like it wasn't like we're pouring from the tap. We were getting the, you know, the good stuff. Yeah. It was not fully ready. stuff. Yeah. Still in the fermenter, not carbonated, but very tasty. Like it, it doesn't, good. doesn't need to be carbonated essentially to know like what it tastes like. Um, that's carbonation. I feel like is more for, uh, a beer to like last in a glass while you're sitting at a bar. Um, yeah. this is it more was, like, we're just, we're sipping it to try it. And yeah. yeah, it was like a beer trailer. Like before you get to the movie, yeah. and it's, it's, <laughs> it's the previews. I told Terry when he handed me the first beer and I'm drinking it, I'm like, man, I told myself today 
that I wouldn't have a beer until 3 p.m. <laughs> and he just laughed hysterically. <laughs> he was like, yeah, lie. that's not going to happen. Um, we drank a lot of beer, but we, we made a delicious beer. So Terry listened to two episodes ago when it was the three of us uh, recording. And we talked about if we did brew a beer, hypothetically speaking, and we made a precisely beer, what would it be? And I think I said a session IPA. One of us said session IPA. I think it was you, yeah. Um, and then someone said a sour, which might have been me again. I don't know. I think you said a sour, and I think Kelly and I kind of agreed on some type of session. Yeah. I think yeah. I remember saying, like, I, th- I feel like it should be a session because we typically fit the descriptor of a session <laughs> when we're... Yes we're sessioning a few beers i yes. think i said an ipa because we're always drinking an ipa yeah that's legit too yeah but you and know it'd be so, so easy for way. us to to re-listen to that episode and know but let's just keep <laughs> guessing who said what i could pretend like i remember if that helps <laughs> yeah so either way someone said sour someone said session and terry was like i want to make a blueberry sour session IPA for you guys. No, um, it's not. A, it's a hoppy pale goes ale. Okay, yes. I like that. It's Goza. more. The vocabulary is good on it. A hobby. It's really goza. long because everybody's like, "What is this type of beer?" And I'm like, "I gotta pull up the label. Hold on, I don't even know." <laughs> so it's say a it lot one more time. I mean, it's it's kind of like a sour. Okay, so. Let's let's go over this. The beer itself is called Precisely. Yes. Um, and it will only, unfortunately, for anybody who's outside of our area, it is only available at the Love Drafts location in Mechanicsburg on draft and we'll be canning a couple as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a blueberry sour session. Hoppy pale goes ale. So for anyone that doesn't know what a goza is, that's a salted sour. Yes. yes. And a hoppy ale is essentially like a pale ale. Yes. So it's, so it's not, well, I was going to say it's clocking in at a 4.5%. So it's light on the alcohol by volume, but it's going to have a lot of different flavors working with it. Yeah. The blueberry is going to be probably the dominant and then have a little bit of a bitter and a little bit of sour. Yeah. With a pinch of salt. So I'm definitely going to be needing a, a a good quantity of cans for this. Yes, I'm thinking it's almost going to be like a like if you think about like a blueberry lemon tart or something like that. That's kind of how I'm imagining the end flavor in a beer format because yeah. you've got the citrusy stuff and then you've got the little salt from. The, I'm very curious about the blueberry as it relates to the sour because I love sours. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have not really had that fruit combination in one before. It's usually like a raspberry or some other berry, right? I've had plenty of raspberry gozos, strawberry, and yeah. strawberry, and yeah, I'll be kind of curious how this goes. I mean, I've yet to have something from Love Drafts that I didn't really enjoy, so I'm yeah. really looking forward to what you guys came up with, and I'm jealous both that I couldn't be there that day because shit went crazy. And um, that the special day that is going to be the release of the beer 
which we should talk about before I whine about the fact that I don't get to be there for that either. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pull back the curtain. Let's finish talking about the yeah. uh, creation first sure, before yeah. we move into the, uh, the release. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got to see literally everything from like, we tasted the malt and we got to stir the shit. We got to watch all the buttons be impressed and, all the hoses being attached and yeah it Harry was did, literally did everything the, all the work essentially um we started we started <laughs> we started a there little bit photo evidence of that mm-hmm. we we started a little bit tyler didn't let us start that long he was like let me let me uh take he's over the pro. this he's the pro i don't want to mess it up yeah um but they already had labels printed out of our logo on the can and then the whole title of the beer 4.5% in collaboration with love drafts it like i was just blown away like how they already had everything so lined up you're ready to go like it was when incredible I, think, I don't know like in my head even though i worked at a brewery for three years like when i think beer making i just think sort of like people just like getting drunk like throwing a bunch of like ingredients together and hoping something good comes out of it oh yeah and i agree terry just like had it down to a science he uses a program on his laptop he knows the temperatures of what everything should be at the amount of grains and what the profiles will come out then like what it's supposed to taste like essentially because of all the math that he put into it. And then the program spits it out on like, this is what you need to add. This is how much you need to add. This is when you need to add it. Beer brewing simulator. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. It was, yeah, because I agree. I thought, like, you know, you go to all these brewery tours and you talk about homebrew and stuff like that. And yeah, it kind of just feels like, oh, we're going to throw a bunch of shit in a pot and hope it works. Um, but Terry is like super precise. Like, I was like, this is very scientific. Like, there were exact numbers. There was that whole sheet of like the recipe that we saw when he first got started. It was just a whole like sheet of paper and it was just numbers. Like, and, you know, here's, you know, the temperatures and then the, how much of whatever and the time that it has to be on there. And it was seriously wild, like how precise it has to be. Precisely. 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 Yes. (laughs) New soundbite. Yeah. I was just about to say that. (laughs) Yeah. um, So it was a very fun, informative time. Uh, just like learning a bunch of stuff. Can I like regurgitate it? No, not at all. Like put me in that room again with all the same ingredients. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No, I have no idea. Thank God Terry's there, you know? Yeah. He's been doing it long enough. Thank God. (laughs) Thank God. So I'm excited for it. He sent us a picture. He already fruited it with blueberry. Um, so the beer is looking very purple and dank. Um, mm. very excited for it. He said it tastes great already. Um, that it was like fast acting. He thought it was going to have to ferment or stay like how it was, um, for a week before he fruited it. But it seemed like he fruited it within like three days of it sitting. He's mm-hmm. like, this is a very active yeast, like more active than I thought it would be. So I had to throw in the fruit when I did. Um, and then I think the yeast eats the sugar of the fruit and that makes more alcohol or less alcohol. I'm not really sure how it works, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to try it. So March 5th 
is the release day of the beer. It will be in cans and on draft, like Kelly said. Um, we're going to have a release party that Precisely is hosting. So Kelly and I will be there with a Nintendo Switch uh, on a projector screen, big screen. Anyone can come and join. And we're playing Super Smash Brothers. We're going to have a tournament. And not sure if we're going to cap how many people can sign up. Maybe we should think about that. So we're not like playing games all night long. Yeah, we also need to we need to figure out how we're. <laughs> it's not a podcast conversation, but we need to figure out how we're, totally we're determining to host a winner. A tournament. Yeah, we didn't yeah. really specify how we're determining a winner. So, or you know, well, anyway, that's for later. Yeah, not, well, not it'll prayer. it'll be like a. Do timed probably instead of stock. What do you think? Or what's the common? Well, what's the, the common tourney format? This is our first one. Yeah. So. Hopefully not our last one. No, I don't think it'll be. I think our tournaments last one. that I see typically go stock. The more I think about it. Well, we will look at and yeah. see what our format should be. Yeah, I would yes. rather do it stock. Honestly, I think that makes more sense because the games could then be quick or they could be, you know, exhilarating, exciting. Yeah, I feel like but, time. Is always like you feel sh- shorted, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, oh, I only got one kill in, you know, but I'm still right. the winner. Like, right. Well, so, you guys can figure that yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do stock and we'll probably limit the amount of people that can sign up, but I'm guessing at least 40 people could still sign up for it and play and have fun. So, March 5th, sign up is at 6 p.m. or like sign up all day. I don't know. Um, and then the tournament starts promptly at 7 p.m. So we're not there all night. We'll do teams of four. Not teams, but uh, battles of four people at one time on the big screen. And just take rounds. So whoever wins that moves on to the next round. And just play it like that, you know? Awesome. And you know, the more I'm thinking about it, I will probably be able to be there later in the Ooh. evening. You should. Um, cause I have to put up the, the, I'm doing the school musical and, uh, our show is only like an hour long and I'm pretty sure that I have, uh, no kid for the evening. So, Ooh. um, we could probably come out and hang out anyway. Yes. Yes. So I will probably plan on being out at some point. I mean, Perfect. I gotta get the beer no matter what, but, oh yeah. Uh, well, I know Venus, Terry's wife, uh, is saving a few cases for the three of us awesome because not only do i love the whole thing but the beer just sounds awesome yeah (laughs) so either way uh there will be a winner we're going to do what the top three so on the last round uh if there's four people i guess playing on the last round the top three will all get rewarded as long as there's enough people that participate but i think there will be i'm sure there will be we're garnering some traction already from what I can see. And it's yeah. only been a day of it, essentially, or two. I have a friend from Lancaster who claims he might try and make his way up that as way. As soon as you say the word Super Smash Brothers Tournament, people just start coming out of the... No, no, you don't even have to say beer. Just yeah. Super Smash Brothers Tournament. People come out of the woodwork like termites. Yeah, <laughs> They start true. crawling towards the location, wherever it is. 
but if we would have said the word melee as well, we probably would have gotten a lot more. And we would have got the gamers that yeah, are we out a, to we game. Would have, somebody showed up with their own controller. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But we could just, probably expect that from somebody anyway. Say they have the the. You know, uh, we're, we're not going to allow our own controllers. I think. No. Just, oh, okay. We'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it stock, so we know All nobody's right. cheating. Can you cheat with your own controller? I don't know. I don't know how to cheat. If someone brings their own controller, I'm going to let them play with their own controller. No. I just don't want to give anybody an unfair advantage. Okay. I don't know if that's unfair or not. We'll have to discuss this. All fair, I guess. (laughs) We've got a couple of weeks. We got to iron some things out, obviously. We should probably play Super Smash Brothers together and see see how long, like, a game takes. Of I like was stock it today. three or stock five. I was so excited. I actually got on and was like, where was I at in this adventure mode? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about I'm about to do that myself and try to unlock more characters and stuff. I haven't um, played in ages. Yep. Yeah. Maybe we could all just hop online someday yeah, soon and play against each other. I'm yeah. down. I'm pretty sure there was like cobwebs on the back of my switch cartridge and they were like, what? <laughs> Do you know what this is? Are you sure you want to put this in? <laughs> So, Kelly, tell us about the prizes because you're the oh, yeah. one that's handing those out. Yeah, I'm going to Vanna White some prizes for everybody. Um, so I guess the top three, like we said, are going to get uh, gift cards to my store so you can go pick out what you want because I don't want to choose for you. Um, and I think we're going to do 50, 25, and 10 okay. in increments. Um, yeah. And then – Depending on what I can scrounge up, maybe there'll be a physical prize as well for the top winner. But we'll see what I can get. We'll definitely have gift cards for sure. I feel like we should make a trophy. Ooh. Except I just threw away a bunch of old trophies. Damn. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) Go get them. Yeah. I'll have to look in the garbage from like three weeks ago. There you go. I wonder where that is. Maybe we could make a crown. Well, let's just go to Burger King, get a crown, uh-huh. and then just put our logo sticker on the Oh, I can, I'll, I'll, I'll think on the, the trophy thing. I think I could come up with something. I'm sure we can make some. I got some stuff laying around that might be fun to turn into a trophy. I'll put it that way for now. Okay. We okay. can definitely we can definitely make something. Yeah. Well, anyway, you'll, you'll might be getting some sort of fun physical uh, trophy from us, but you'll definitely get a gift card if you win. Uh, and then you get to come see me and pick out something cool over yeah. there. So it'll be awesome. It should be a really fun time. And we get to release our beer too, which will be great. Like I'm so excited for people to try our beer and say that they love it, hate it or whatever, you know? Um, oh, my friend already told me she was like, I don't, she doesn't like beer. And I know yeah. this, but she was like, I'm so excited for your beer to come out so I can take a sip and say, I hate this and give it to you. <laughs> that's great yeah i i can't wait to see like what people say and you know we've said it before but love drafts is all about video games like they're about the retro and the new um the owner justin he's always been a gamer all of his life and his first uh bar which is jb love drafts in harrisburg i fell in love with because each table had its own TV and like a retro video game system. And you could just go up to the bar and say, Hey, you know, I'm, I don't want to play Mario Kart anymore on the 64. Can I get 007? And the bartender would hand it to you so that you and your buddies could play. 
Um, that's exactly how Love Drafts Brewing Company is right now. Um, but I believe this will be their first like actual video game tournament at the brewery. So that's so exciting. And I hope it goes so well that they're like, yes, please do this more often here because that'll just give us good exposure and just, you know, it's something I've always been on my bucket list, not just brewing a beer, but you know, hosting video game tournaments. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not even just that it's just like being able to provide that to somebody because I feel like, you know, there are bars and stuff like barcades and stuff in bigger cities that have these video game tournament nights or retro video game night or whatever, but we don't really have that option around here. So to be able to cater to the people around here that like that stuff, it's going to be cool. Yeah. It's a perfect location for it is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like it could be at any other brewery, but like Love Drafts is oh, yeah. the a perfect, perfect place. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, we're excited for it. Um, Sam, hopefully you can make it. I think I'm going to pull some strings and be able to come out because uh, yeah, I don't see any reason. We usually go out for a drink after the show anyway, and uh, what better reason to go out to uh, to Love Drafts? Yeah. So. Very true. Kelly, do you think we shouldn't be in the tournament? Oh no, I thought we were just gonna be. You gotta have a hype man. You gotta be the yeah, host. We're, we're just we're just typing. I know, we're just but I sort of want to. I sort of want to <laughs> play though. I think you could play. I think it's appropriate. Okay, as long as there, as long as you guys have your ducks in a row. Yeah, and you maybe have some kind of neutral party. Yeah, so that, I'll like, let you play. I don't. I don't well, want to. I say if Kelly, if you win, your motivation yeah. is probably at a, a minimum. No, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to muddy my own water. <laughs> oh, so guess I what, be kids? I win the fifty dollar <laughs> gift card to my yeah. own store. Also, yeah. we all know that I'm not going to win a Super Smash Brothers tournament. Let's be very real, right? Now. It'd be funny if I won, though. So that's the problem. If we yeah. do end up in a situation like okay. that, now I have to be like, uh, "Suck it, nerds! I win." <laughs> well, that's why coming to my tournament. <laughs> we should probably just count ourselves out. But okay, I mean, so that's what I was thinking. Fun. How about this, though? How about if there's like, like it's missing one person? You know, like on the last game, sure. I could be you like, "All right, in. then I'll jump in." You yeah, know, that's fine. Okay. I think Sounds that's good. appropriate, but I don't think we write ourselves in the okay. tournament. <laughs> I think we just focus on uh, sports casting. Okay. And that is what we're going to do. We're going to bring our microphones, I'm guessing, and just. I, talk. I guess we got to talk that one out with Justin. Okay. But yeah, we'll just set up a little table to the side and. He's Joe. at the 10, the 15. <laughs> yeah. The Joe 20. Buck, Joe Buck our way through this sports cast cool yeah and then sam when you come in you can we can like tag team it oh yeah no i'll go full i'll go full buck mm-hmm. he's Touchdown got the voice for new it. york oh he's, i can do it he's got the voice for I it i come with professional broadcasting experience yeah you definitely do your voice is where it's at <laughs> uh, see that's one of those punches he didn't want to miss <laughs> thanks sam <laughs> You know what you're gonna want to do right here? You're gonna you want to win. Say this. This is this. You see, in this fight, it's it's a fight you want to win here. It's, you can't afford to lose. Say. <laughs> well, we should yeah. definitely bring headphones though, so we can hear each other talk. Okay, we'll have to talk to Justin about what our they setup a full is. setup. I'm sure. They okay. Can, I'm sure they probably have house gear that they can. Yeah. Just have ready well, for us, you. Let us but use. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we will. All right. 
Anything else about that? No, I'm just psyched as shit. Let's do this. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, me too. Pump for it. All right. So what games have you guys been playing since the last time we talked? Kelly, do you want to go first? Mm, Not too many. It's been busy. Yeah. Um, And like I said, my birthday was last week. So a lot of my time that wasn't at work, uh, I was trying to do things with people for my birthday (laughs) since I work on the weekend and on my birthday. Um, But yeah, I played a little bit of, like I said, I played a little Smash Brothers today. But um, I don't know. Did you try that Pac-Man 99 yet? No, oh, that game's great. So I have it, played Pac-Man 99. It's the Tetris 99, but it's just Pac-Man. Yeah. Okay. So, it's a lot of fun. Uh, like Tetris 99 was fun for me, but like Tetris is a fun game, but it wasn't like, you know, one of my staple. I don't know how to put this, but like my staple time waster game or something. Like I would definitely play a lot of Tetris, but not a lot like where I would get to the point where I'd be getting like competitive at it, but Pac-Man I'm not good enough at it to feel that way either. Pac-Man. I can, yeah. I can definitely, I was in the top 20 in the last game I played here nice. like an hour ago. Pac-Man so, reminds me a little bit more of Mario 35, which yes. I really enjoyed while it was a thing mm-hmm. where you have a little bit more of an opportunity for like random elements to actually affect the game. Whereas there's those people that are just like, savants at tetris and just yeah. incredible at it yeah if you, um, you don't have spatial recognition as quick as somebody else you weren't good at tetris 99 which is i think that's where i got the hang up is like yes i love tetris but i don't have it competitively yeah so what when you like hit certain things then it attacks other people's maps like you hit like the thing that turns ghosts or like if you kill a ghost does a ghost go to someone else's i don't know the exact uh what it does but there are like these little ghost trails that like adds more ghosts and then you can eat them up when you get the big ball that makes them turn blue okay and i don't know if that sends them to somebody else but you definitely get some points for it it does add in yeah some of those like fighting elements so to speak sounds fun (laughs) yeah i haven't haven't played it long enough to like know the inner workings of it but i am enjoying it so is that free Mm -hmm. yeah free on switch cool I'll definitely yeah. have to download it. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a lot of fun. Um, I beat It Takes Two with Kayla. And Ooh. oh my God, it was so much fun. It was the game that we played for the last month. Like we only get like an hour, maybe two hours. Um, if our baby doesn't cry a bunch after putting her to bed to play each night. And that's like what we did instead of watching a TV show or movie. It was like, let's play. It takes two. And there were so many things that I loved about it. Only a couple things that I didn't like. Um, it got dizzy for the both of us. Sometimes that was like a flaw where like the camera was moving too much or like the video was just moving too much where you're just like sort of feel nauseous after playing it. And we would have to take breaks. Um, Another thing is that Kayla and I love like exploring every nook and cranny of a video game and collecting every little thing. And this did not have that. The one thing that it did have was like, oh, there's like an NPC character that you can like jump on or there's snowballs that you can throw at each other, but it doesn't do anything extra. 
Darn, but, I hate that. Yeah, doesn't have it, that banjo quality to it. Yeah, there wasn't anything that, that. Yeah, same. Um, and I feel like most gamers are always looking for that. That's what you see in most games. But at the same time, it was a quality story, uh, quality controls. It made each one of us like feel challenge, but also it was never too hard to get any level done. Like there were some levels that I would have to do for her and then pick up my controller and do it because it was just like too nauseating for her to play. Like there's a part where you have to jump on a spider's back and the spider's like going upside down and around tree branches. And she's like, I can't do this. It's too much. But luckily I was able to do her part and then go to my part and be fine with it. Um, the very end though, uh, not to spoil anything, but you're like riding Mario Kart's Rainbow Road, and the main <laughs> character, the husband's like, "Oh, it's a me!" Like he doesn't say it's a me Mario, but he's like, "It's a me!" And I'm like, "Oh, that's great!" And there's like a lot of callbacks to like other video games, which I thought was really fun. Um, it was like almost like watching like Ready Player One and like seeing a bunch of callbacks on that movie, being like, "Oh, cool!" Like they recognize that video game. Um, but really like we were both in tears at the end. We were just like this, this was a beautiful game. So if you have a partner or a friend, um, pick it up and play it. It's not that long of a game. It might've take taken us like 20 hours, but if you're both gamers, it probably only take like 12 to 15. And then, I went back to Yakuza Like a Dragon, and I am so freaking close to beating it, but goddamn, there's so much story to it. It's just story after story. You do like one little thing, and it's so much dialogue, but very close to the next podcast. I plan on talking about the ending of that. And that's about it. Nice. Sam? Nice. Uh, so I've kind of gone back to some old faithfuls re- recently. I uh, recently picked up the remastered version of an old LucasArts game called Full Throttle, which I adore. I've played through it like probably a dozen times since I was like eight or nine years old. But it's like a it's a point and click adventure game. It has a couple action elements in it, but it's one of those games that you have to do some like minor puzzle solving, but it's enough engagement that like you can sort of let it alone every like um couple of years and you have to go back and sort of test yourself again and see if you can even get through it so i've been playing that on my phone actually because it's on like every platform now but um it's actually a pretty decent point and click game to just like tap on a phone so i've been checking that out um i actually believe it or not have also picked up minecraft again lately i love minecraft and i've been playing that a ton just like sometimes i like to just like start from scratch and see what I can do in the survival mode. And until I get frustrated and switch over to the creative mode and just build cool shit. But, um, other than that, um, kinda, kinda limited in my gameplay. I've actually been playing this cool game to another mobile game, but it's also on switch. I think it's called bridge constructor. Basically they give you, um, (laughs) a gap to fill and you get certain materials that you have to build the bridge and then does this like physics simulation. But sometimes it does like really funny 
things with the cars that it tries to get across. I've seen a couple of people play it online, so I picked it up, and that's pretty much the only other thing I played. I occasionally will play something like Peggle on my phone, like Peggle oh, Blast yeah. on my phone, just like to have Peg- something random fun. Peggle is amazing. We yeah. all, we always pick that up. Like if I'm downloading something on the PS4, I'm like, oh well, let's just play Peggle. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I didn't realize Peggle was on the cell phone. I need to download that. Now. There's a version. It's not as good as the console version because the music is never the same. <laughs> yeah. And it's got kind of an annoying arc to it that's the free-to-play model. So um, the I still recommend all the other versions of the originals if you're just looking for a fun, casual, pick-it-up-and-just-play-for-a-while kind of game. But yeah, yeah I... Uh, I, I have a few things coming up that we will probably touch on some of in our review of what we're going to talk about today, too, that I'm really looking forward to. That's probably going to get me picking up my Switch a little bit more than I have lately again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple things. I mean, um, I know we didn't talk. I don't think we talked about it last time, but they announced finally the release date for uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Oh, okay. Did they? I, I didn't see that. I have had on pre-order now for two years <laughs> <laughs> um, because I love Lego Star Wars like so oh, much. I do too. I play that game like whenever I'm just like, well, I need I need something in my life. I need some serotonin, just a crumb yeah. of it. And let me get some Lego Star Wars. It doesn't even matter. I have it on every system. Um, oh, I've got but, I've got the whole everything oh, yeah. star wars lego otherwise on my steam account and yeah because yeah, that was my game as a kid like that was one of my favorite games so it's sure, always I something a kid i go too. back to but <laughs> yes well i was probably like 12 when it first I was probably well, like on the ps2 maybe 20 the first time i played those and yeah. i still freaking no, they're good I, they are good for anybody they're it so holds good up. um but they released the date for that so it was 20 19 they announced they were going to do the skywalker saga because at the end of the trilogy and everybody was like oh yay finally um because they really only did the force awakens and then they didn't do anything else for the new movies and the other movies are all covered in the other lego star wars games um so we were like where's the rest of them so they're like just kidding we're gonna do a skywalker saga so it's gonna be like everything in one and we're all like yay so they had like a release um i think it was i ordered it through best buy because you were getting a uh steel book for the switch Ooh. and it's a little steel book case and it's a lego han solo and carbonite steel book and i was what? like sold sold so i pre-ordered it because i was like absolutely want that um and then corona happened and then they were like well we're gonna have to push the release date back so they pushed the date to December 31st, 2020, you know, that whole date or whatever. And then December 21st, 2020 rolled around and I get an email from Best Buy. It's like, well, it's not released yet. So we have to put your date back to December 31st, 2021. Okay, sure. Maybe next year they'll get it together. And then December 31st, 2021 rolls around and still no release date. I'm getting another email from Best Buy like, hey, sorry. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And then like, Two or three weeks ago, they finally announced it's going to be, I think, April 5th okay. is the date it comes nice. out. So that's going to get me on my Switch for sure a lot more, um, but along with all of these other releases. But before we move on to talking about what we're going to talk about, um, 
I wanted to touch on what we were talking about earlier before we started recording. Um, and then to my people who are listening, we talked last episode about how I got a new Xbox, but then my TV was shit. And we talked about um, how I'm playing this beautiful TV or how I'm playing this beautiful Xbox on a shitty TV with a deadline of pixels. And I was like, but it's just like one deadline. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Like, don't spend the money. Well, for my birthday, Scott got me my Ooh. new TV. So it is a one of those like smart Roku TVs. Yeah. Um, I think it's a it's a TCL. Uh, it is my last TV was a 55 inch, and it probably was like from 2010 or something ridiculous. It was old. Um, so this is now a 4K 50 inch TV, no dead okay. pixels, a little smaller, which I actually like. It probably could have gone down to like a 40, and it probably would have fit in here still pretty well, because as you can kind of see, I'm sitting pretty close to it, so I don't need yeah. a huge TV. But it's really crisp. It sounds a lot better. The sound, like before, I was like, I kind of want a sound bar because the sound is really shitty on the TV. I was always playing with headphones. But the sound is way better. Everything looks awesome. It's awesome to have, like, the Roku right on the TV. So if I, mm-hmm. like, I'm done playing games and I just want to veg on my couch and watch Netflix, I don't have to be on my Xbox to do that or whatever. It's really nice. So that was an awesome upgrade that's gaming adjacent. Um. And then I texted you guys a picture of this last night, but my friend who 3D printed my beer holder for me. So this was cool. little, I'll call it a gaming pickup. But my friend, uh, her husband 3D prints stuff, and he found a uh, 3D printing, I guess, instruction, whatever you want to call them, um, for a Mario warp pipe. And then you would put your beer can or beer bottle in the pipe. And then off of the side, it has two little pieces that come off like a handle and you slide your switch joy cons in there. So you have your beer in between (laughs) your joy cons so so you can play and drink at the same time. Have you tried it? uh, I have not yet. I'm going to probably. Can you try try it right now? I mean, I put the (laughs) beer in it. Um, yeah, let's see it. Let's see it with the beer. Like, can you hold Joy Con? Hold it by the Joy Cons. Yeah, I, w- I want to see you like, yeah, pick it up with the Joy Cons. Well, I, I just got a bottle, so I don't think this is gonna work. Is it a little loose with it's the bottle? It's a little loose okay. with the bottle. The can's better. Here, I'll show you with a a sealed one since I've got an extra over here. But so you pop it in, and it fits pretty snugly. Oh wow! Oh, oh wow. wow! Yeah. Okay. So it's like that's really tight. sealed in there. But so you can the hear bottom, that too, yeah. Listeners. At the bottom, oh, it's got a little a hole. hole. So when you're done, you just push up Shit. from the bottom. Dang, that's and amazing. It slides right back out. 3D printing never ceases to amuse me. And then the yeah. Joy Cons actually attach like a Joy Con would yeah, attach. Yeah, they just slide right in the groove. Okay. Only you don't um, get the satisfying sound. I don't get a click, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, they were saying to try that and see because i think it might be a little tight we might have to sand it a little bit more okay but i'm also thinking it's just a paint it's just a gray filament so i might do also do a painting do to the, it the so green I'm paint, and the brown paint on green the base. and then brown and i think i'll do the joy con holders black just because my joy cons are the gray and black so it'll probably nice. look aesthetically nice but it'll be perfect for doing some mario kart drinking and driving yeah when you uh sent us the picture i was like oh that would be perfect if everyone had that you know for mario kart <laughs> oh, drinking yeah. and driving where you have to what finish a beer before mm-hmm. the three before laps over the three laps that's, yeah. yeah that's how what we used to play in college so my Drunk friend driver 
yep, my friend got me that. Uh, we used to live together in college and we would play. So like when everybody else was like, oh, there's a party tonight. We're going to pregame in our apartment or whatever. Our pregame would be us sitting in our <laughs> living room, drinking while playing Mario Kart and then getting drunk enough and going, okay, I guess we can go now. Yeah. <laughs> I won't dox him on the podcast, but I had a roommate in college that used to drink grape soda and um, vodka and play oh, that game. Yeah. And uh, it didn't go well once. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. No. No, I had a friend. Well, we did it like as a group one night. I had a friend. Had, do you remember those like strawberry Ritas in the can? Oh, yeah. Those Bud Light ones? Yeah, he had a couple Butteritas. too many. Of, they were like this big, but they were potent as fuck. Uh, yeah, that's still, um, oh, He I'm had a lot of those. Goosebumps thinking about yep, He had a lot of those that. playing Mario Kart at our house the one night, and we were sitting outside on our, our front stoop, and he like just decided to just lay back onto the concrete. <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit. And I put Night-night. my hand out <laughs> and caught his head from hitting the concrete, but I Oof. scratched my whole hand up from it. Oof. I was like, never letting him live that one down. And now it's shit. public knowledge. So. Eh, only sort of. <laughs> All good. That's fun. No, Too bad we time. didn't start this podcast when uh, Four Locos were still a thing. Oh. Oof, I wouldn't remember that at all. <laughs> If we had a just talking about the those. podcast, oh my God. <laughs> I was just talking about those. My buddy was like, you remember that? I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. I was like, I remember we were watching Dateline, and then I remember it was tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, I had a great night in Westchester, Pennsylvania. I think Dangerous I've only had time. like one, and I was like, this is sort of disgusting to drink. That was right at the height of my college education. And then... Yeah. Them mm-hmm. shits tasted like gasoline and candy all mixed yeah. together. Oh, but they were cheap. And because, I mean, because I was somebody who couldn't purchase alcohol at that time, they were a quick and easy way oh, to get. I could, and I did. What are we have drinking you, now? Uh, have you guys uh, had this yet? <gasps> no. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> precisely. Oh, my yeah. God. Kelly and Bo are both drinking. We well, sat open the same beer at the same for our and second we did not beers. Know. We I have a know. can, you have a bottle. So uh-huh. this is Hop Horizon IPA by Trogues. It's a new the newest IPA. Yeah, yeah. It's a new Trogues IPA. Um what do you think about it? I just had one sip so far. Give me a second, I have another one. I think so. This is my second beer tonight, and it tastes very good compared to my the first beer that I had. Um, but yesterday, I started drinking this with this beer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it at first. I was like, ooh, it just tastes like too fruity or, or something's just like a little off. But going from something very bitter as uh, my last beer, the Sinister Six, to Hop Horizon IPA, it tastes way more balanced and good. Okay. Let's run down the specs first before we okay. get into it. Um, it's a 6.5. It says, ever smelled a hop field in full bloom? Hop Horizon is your shortcut to where the sky meets the vines. A blend of pale malt, sweet, and oats lay down a base of gentle grain. Then a combination of citra, mosaic, and sabro hops unleashes juicy waves of sweet citrus, bubblegum, with a punch of tropical fruit. Yum. So... My reaction coming off of an extremely fruity IPA before yeah. this is that this is a lot dimmer than that one, uh, like almost like cloudier okay. to my taste buds. But I think if I started with this, I probably wouldn't get that effect 
just because it, I went from super fruity to not as fruity. Yeah, it does taste cloudy. I like that as a description. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like not like I would say my peach IPA that I just had was a very bright. Yeah. Flavor profile, bright and fruity. And this is like a mildly fruity, cloudy, definitely more hoppy IPA than that one. So, but I, I do like it. I like it too. It's not bad. Good job, Trogues. We like a Trogues IPA here. Yeah. I feel so. like a real douche rocket right now drinking Keystone after all these delicious beers. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> you, you said you had something else, though, didn't you? I do. And uh, actually, yeah, I can say yet? it now. I, I'm about to be there. Okay. Nothing crazy special, but a Lancaster Brewing Company strawberry wheat. Ooh, Ooh, I was in for fruity wheat a couple classic. weeks ago, and I picked Very these good. up. But yeah, okay. it's a simple beer. It's 4.7. It's... Uh, it's a middle of the middle of the road as far as like, you know, is it over the top? I don't like when it's over the top sweet. I don't like when it's like they say there's fruit in it and you don't get that hit of that. But this is a nice like almost get like uh, I always compare to like a pastry kind of vibe mm-hmm. for yeah. this one. Um, I'm always a fan of sort of getting the best of both out of that. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a simple kind of go to. I can grab it at the grocery store kind of beer. Um, when I want something just a little bit, little bit, you know, low key, but has a little bit more heft to it than just you know my crappy light beer. Have you been to a uh, Lancaster Brewing Company brewery like off of Eisenhower? Yes, a bunch mm-hmm. actually. To yeah. the specifically it's been a minute, to food. But yes. But oh yeah, that food's good. I don't mind Absolutely. it. Yeah, I've been there a few they, times. They have uh, Philly cheesesteak egg rolls are yeah. one of my favorite go tos there. Okay. Can't go wrong. Yeah, uh, I like, Ruben I like the location too, of matter. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good spot there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good spot. There's nothing else like like it right around it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my old coworkers uh, moonlighted as a bartender there, so I used to pop over there from time to time. Cool. Shout out to Chris if he's still over there. Cool, cool. All right, so let's get into the main event, which uh, is Nintendo Direct. Just happened February 9th, where we are recording on the 16th so a week yeah a week away Um, still pretty fresh pretty fresh i just watched it you guys just watched it we're not here for we're the quick news for the the (laughs) no we're not the quick news news. we're We're, that slow burn we're late late, but we'll give you our opinion don't worry it's very exciting direct for me and probably for you guys, I don't know. Like, yeah, I thought it, it was. I thought it was fantastic. It was nonstop. I, like, holy shit, they're doing yeah. all this. Yeah, I think the one thing that I I got especially excited about, I already knew about because I saw it around. But um, it, it, there's a lot of good stuff. I tend to get more excited about some of the offbeat stuff, like hardware sometimes but, yeah <laughs> but this is a fine. good one this is a very good there's sometimes i watch them and i feel like i, I was like i just wasted 45 minutes like i could have just looked oh at yeah this. absolutely oh, yeah. but well, like that, this one i was happy i got to see a good bit of it this so one i only watched because tyler our friend tyler manning like hit us up kelly and i being like did you guys watch the direct because of blah 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 i'm like what let me stop <laughs> everything that i'm doing right now i don't even know what i was doing i was like i need to watch this right now holy santa claus i didn't even i didn't watch the whole thing i was just like let me just watch like the the snippets that he said 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing it. was when the direct drop when they were like, "Oh, we're having a direct tomorrow." Usually, you have like a rumbling. Yeah. Of like, oh, I'll see whatever on this direct. There was. I don't feel like there was any rumbling, so I was like, "Ah, oh, there's probably not going to be anything too great." Yeah. You know, I'm not going to tune in day of. I'll watch it tomorrow or whatever. And then, like, hours after the direct, everybody was like, holy fucking shit. And I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> There's yeah. some cool stuff in this one. Yeah. And yeah. I was, like, I took a little hiatus off of social media. So, like, I didn't even know. Like, I saw Tyler's message a few days after he posted it. And I'm like, fuck. Like, the, the week that I take off of social media, <laughs> I fucking miss, like, some of my favorite announcements ever. And, like, the hype train behind them all. But it's all good. Like. I'm enjoying them now. So let's get to it. Um, in no particular order, unless you guys want to go in order. No, I'll you follow you. Yeah. Okay. You're leading. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Lead away. I'm just going to talk about the things that excite me. <laughs> okay. Nintendo Switch Sports. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Right? Starting off That strong. was one of my faves. Very excited about this. So this comes from Wii Sports, uh, the game that everyone knows the Wii for. And they announced a few new things with this. I mean, obviously, it's updated graphics. You have the Joy-Cons, which the Joy-Cons are the best thing ever when it comes to controllers nowadays. You don't need a little sensor bar anymore like the Wii had or the Wii U. It just knows where you're pointing, which is great. Um, But you have the original... Soccer, volleyball, bowling, tennis, badminton, and chambara. No, so, those aren't no. original. Well, not no. all so bowl- of them are original. Say bowling is original, chambara is original, and is uh, tennis is original. It's like, like a fighting sort of like fighting. Sword okay. fighting, kind of like American gladiator fighting. You okay. knock someone off the platform. We Sports Resort, I believe. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, new is badminton, volleyball. Yes. What was the other one? Um, uh, they're soccer. They're soccer. soccer. And, and then, then they're going to eventually add golf. Yes. And that's looking like a fall update, they said. And then they were going to do something about like matches with soccer online, maybe over the summer was an update, I think yeah. they said. I don't really care about that as much, but. I thought it was interesting that they brought volleyball and badminton into it because uh, I believe it or not was a fan of Connect Sports for Xbox 360, and volleyball was a great addition mm. to that. So I'm excited to see what they do with volleyball, given their uh, dominance of this simple sports game category over the years. I I punched a hole in my friend's ceiling playing Connect Sports volleyball one time. Like I believe it, you're a tall game. person. Yeah, well, and I love volleyball, too. I was like a high school volleyballer, and uh, I was real into that game, and it was fun. But I, I'm excited to see that they're willing to refresh that franchise mm-hmm. and just bring it along to a new platform because those were very fun games when they were the the new hotness. Well, and the thing is they're also doing a – you've got your normal local play, but then you've got online play. So imagine if you had the Wii – and you could go Wii Bowling online. What? Yeah. Amazing. Now yeah. we've got that. Yeah. And interesting actually, to see how competitive that gets. I recently just got a Switch game hoping that it was like Wii Sports. And it's called Instant Sports Summer Games. Have you guys heard of this? No. Fucking sucks. Don't buy it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is not good. It is not oh, good no. at all. Kayla we and I were trying to play off. it. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And we're like, um, <laughs> literally, we're playing like the most simplest version of Pong as tennis. Like, we're uh-huh. just hitting it back and forth. You can't do like power moves or anything. Uh-huh. It's just like, who wants to give up first to lose this uh-huh. match? <laughs> like, it, it sucked. So, as soon as I bought it, I listed it. All in the same day on eBay, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I hardly paid anything for it, so it's fine. Um, so the next thing that really excited me was Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. They are doing a booster course pass. So this is paid DLC. It is only 25 bucks. And extensive you will, list too. You will get 48 remastered courses from across the Mario Kart series, which is insane. It's not all going to come out at the same time. So I believe they're releasing eight every month or something or every it's two over the course of a year. Or so yeah. maybe every two months, it's six waves. Yeah. Yeah. But only for $24.99, right? Or, or, or you just get the deluxe internet online nintendo switch online which gets you what the n64 so online and genesis 50 and genesis. a year you've got n64 online you've got genesis online and you've got the animal crossing happy home designer dlc as well oh Say that which all I the dlc it's paying for itself right now because the, these are the, two big games for me plus the I, online i hadn't been sold on even as a pretty big n64 fan knowing that that kind of fizzled when it first dropped i hadn't been convinced to think about the premium online service yet but this dlc might do that because this i was like sort of like boo i don't need more mario kart 8 dlc when i first saw the report like oh and we're gonna have a bunch of tracks in the old game they're like it's gonna be 48 of them i was like holy crap that's like you might as well call it mario kart 9 by that point or at least like mario kart greatest hits like i'm impressed with the amount of you know reinvestment they're putting back into not just this game but the franchise it's it's cool to see mario kart 8 deluxe is such a good game by itself but Mm -hmm. for them to add 48 more sages how many sages are there to begin with 48 right probably 32 i think it's usually 32 no, but they have a lot, a lot of stages. The I don't stage know. selection, if you get the DLC, is going to start to look like the Smash Brothers Ultimate selection yeah, screen of like, characters. Yeah. There's going to be so many choices <laughs> if you you do buy into it. And uh, I think I saw the first. I'm my biggest, my favorite game of them is Mario Kart 64, and I saw that they're remastering Chaco Mountain as oh, yeah. the first yes. Mario the Kart first. 64 track that they're bringing back, and which was that, such that a kind of plain brown stage but yeah we but all know it and love it it's mm-hmm. tough and it it definitely separates the men from the boys <laughs> when you're playing mario kart 64 <laughs> and uh I, i'm excited to see that it, it'll definitely make me really uh consider the premium online service because i'm a sucker for rebuying things from yeah. the nintendo 64 for the switch <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm not a person that ever buys dlc but this is hands down day one i will buy this some sort of way if it's just for the dlc or if it's for the online the extra online stuff and then i get the nintendo 64 expansion with it cool you know what is it just an extra five more dollars for the online 
than what uh, I am playing. I'm looking at it now because I hadn't even really thought about paying for so, it. So a year for just online, I think, was 20 bucks. Yes. yes. Uh, and then it's 50 bucks for yes. the extended That's... expansion online. So is it 70 altogether or is it just 50? No, just 50. No, it's just 50 total. So am I paying just 30 more or am I... I, I think you can like renew it at 50. Well, I don't know because I, I think, did it when I had to renew. I waited until okay. I renewed. I think you can upgrade your existing and probably they just tack on what you totally owe. worth it. Yep. Yeah. Easily. I mean, this was 30 so bucks smart for all Nintendo. that or 25 bucks for the because I, I questioned the pricing of the premium service at first. Yeah. But knowing that they're going to at least keep investing in the DLC, especially, you know, they've already done it with the uh, Animal Crossing stuff. And clearly, they're intending on doing so if you're willing yeah. to invest. There'll and nobody else does next. that. I mean, Guaranteed. Xbox comes close with Game Pass, but um, it's a significantly more expensive service for what you get. Um, so it's it's interesting. Yeah. No, this makes me like love Nintendo so much more because I'm like, wow, they actually do care. Because at first, their internet service sucked. Yeah, it was still booty. sort of sucks, but um. Now they're just adding more and more to it where it, it makes sense on the, the premium and the price of it. Give me more Mario Kart, please. They got Coconut Mall in there. And that's, that's, that's that first release. That's yeah. all I need. That yep. Coconut Mall again. We want more. We want more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, so the next thing, which I think they might have ended the direct with this. I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which Sam, you said before we started recording, you're like, this is something I, I don't really care about or it's know not that about. I don't care. I don't know the first thing about Xenoblade Chronicles right, me, and some of those. Let me just break it down to you real simple. Sure. Big, huge, vast maps. Big sword. Big sword. Like big Final Fantasy 7 swords. I don't even play this game. British <laughs> actors. Okay. So British voices. Big maps, big monsters, small little chibi furry things. Okay. That's it. Big, giant, just RPG, action okay. RPG. Like, you, you take turns, but you're also, like, it's time-based, but if you don't act quick enough, then the enemy will attack you, but you could turn that off in the settings. Uh-huh. Um, it's a fun game. I played right. I played one and two um, and really enjoyed them. So I'm excited for this. Probably not like the first thing I want to buy, but granted, it's not coming out until September uh, 22nd. So we'll see like where I'm at in my gaming, if this is a day one thing or or not. Um, I know the Xenoblade uh, games have a limited release. So if you are interested in this at all, I would say pick it up sooner than later because the resale market is always very high. When it first came out for the Nintendo Wii, it was so rare of a game that GameStop would open their new copies of it and sell it pre-owned at a premium of $90. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. We don't want to do that again. So just buy it new right when it comes out if you have any inclination of wanting to play this. All right. Mario Strikers Battle League. I've never Mario. played Mario Strikers. Mario Strikers like Rocket League. I'm not a I'm not a soccer game fan, so uh, like I know the Mario sports games are pretty fun in general, but I just don't like uh, soccer mechanics. So I'm, it's not high on my list, but it's cool to see. I'm it a big cool. Rocket League fan, and I think this looks like a Rocket Nintendo League. Rocket League ripoff. Yes. 
Yep, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's what I thought too. And I'll probably enjoy playing it if I get the chance because <laughs> Nintendo doesn't usually put anything behind. I'm assuming that Nintendo's not developing this in house. Yeah, but um, they probably. I, are. I think it looks like a lot of fun. I I'm hit or miss with soccer games. I obviously I like Rocket League a lot because it's kind of more cartoony. Yeah. I've played certain soccer games over the years. I'm not like a modern FIFA fan or anything, but um. I could take it or leave it. But yeah, this reminded me a lot of Rocket League, and I thought it was funny that they called it Battle League. Yeah, this like, actually reminded me of Mega Man Soccer for the Super Nintendo. That's funny you said. <laughs> I was thinking that in my head, and I wasn't sure if that was a poll that I needed to make, but I was yeah. thinking the same thing. Um, Probably won't buy it, but looks cool. Yeah, nah. Nah, definitely. So another game, um, well, a game that they're re-releasing, this direct had a bunch of playstation games coming out so the first one was chrono cross the radical dreamers edition uh chrono cross originally came out for the ps1 it was sort of a sequel to chrono trigger for the super nintendo but completely different timelines and time frames and characters and everything and it was sort of a flop honestly for the ps1 when it comes to jrpgs chrono trigger was such an amazing beautiful well-designed game and people were hoping for a sequel but never really got that sequel from chrono cross and it had a lot of disappointment there are a bunch of fanboys that love it i've tried playing it on the ps1 and honestly, sort of got lost on where my character was in the world because a lot of colors blend in with each other and it's like semi three dimensional. So I hope with this remake, it like graphically, you, you can see your character better, <laughs> like in the background and the world that you're living in. Um, but this is exciting. It's exciting that Sony or that Nintendo is buying up old playstation properties because this was a square game essentially when it first well, i was came gonna out. say is it nintendo releasing it or is it square enix releasing it i don't probably. know probably because square enix because there's another square enix game on this direct technically well and there's an interesting hook to what they're doing with this chrono cross release because they're calling it the radical dreamers edition yeah and yeah. radical dreamers was a text rpg for the Satella view, which is like Nintendo's version of the Sega channel that only came out for the Super Famicom, which is the most arbitrary thing for them to do. Uh-huh. But it's pretty cool that they're willing to take. I don't I want to say it's the one of the first times that anybody's taking a game that had been because the other thing with Satella view and most of those cable kinds of things is that most of those games got broadcast and then that was it. And they just sort of exist in the ether. Um, and I think this is one of the first times that somebody's repackaging one of those in a legal way. Cause you see all the like Zelda and that kind of stuff get like fan releases. So um, that I thought was notable just because of what it is. Yeah. It was an interesting, interesting thing because yeah, I mean, and it's, who who was gonna do that? You know, like, exactly. nobody wanted it. <laughs> yeah, what is the percentile of people actually playing through the text based game or reading through it all? Probably yeah. like less than one percent. But 
but it's cool that they're adding cool. to it. Yeah. yeah, it's neat that it's getting a physical release that is preserved. I'll say that much. Yes, yes, yes. Just basically for you know video game preservation in general is a neat, and it's it's not like text like Zork. It at least does have images. Like I'm looking at some some screens of it now, so it's not like entirely. Like, it just doesn't have action elements. It okay. is the same mechanics as any other RPG, and it's reading a lot of text, but um, definitely more antiquated than anything yeah. that Square Enix has done in 25 years. Oh, yeah. Very excited for it. Uh, so another title that is coming to the Switch is the Portal Companion Collection. Uh, so it's Portal 1 and Portal 2. It's coming out this year. They didn't really give a date or anything, but uh, it's a it's a cult classic, I feel like, for video gaming. Um, it's a good little puzzler. And uh, I don't know. I played a lot of it uh, back when I was poor and was playing <laughs> Steam games on my MacBook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I played a lot of Portal. Um, but it was fun, so I don't know. I I might grab it on the Switch if it you know is cheap enough. Yeah. I'll be curious what they it's price fun. it at because you can buy both games on Steam for like Portal, Portal Two is ten bucks, and then and the every, original Portal is oh yeah, they're both ten bucks, so twenty bucks. Every Steam Summer Sale they drop to like two bucks or something. Well, and anyway. if you buy both in a bundle, Steam will sell it to you for fourteen ninety ninety eight. Wonderful. Yep. That's again, like I said, when I was broke. fifty bucks from Nintendo so, for sure. For the for the low low cost of four hundred dollars, you can buy both games for fifteen dollars on a Steam Deck in a couple of weeks. But, yeah, yeah, that's true too. But yeah, it's pretty cool. It'd be something I'd grab if it's cheap enough, basically. Yeah. Uh, Splatoon three. You guys ever yeah. play Splatoon? I mm-hmm. want to like Splatoon and Same. I've never really had a good opportunity to play it with. I feel like it's a game that we all should be sitting in front of a TV playing. Yes, I I like it. Uh, I played it when I first got my Wii U. I played a, a bit of it. Uh, I didn't play as much on when it came to the Switch because there were other games that I wanted to play at that time. Um but I like the concept and I like the gameplay, but I agree. I think if you had like a squad, it would be more fun and you yeah. would get into it more. Be one with the squids. Um, I really Squiddy. liked it when it first came out, mainly because there wasn't that many games out for the Nintendo Switch. Granted, this was mm-hmm. what, just the Wii U version ported to the Switch. Well, no, it was Splatoon, it was Splatoon 2. 2 yeah. There was a whole other one. They oh, okay. made the, second the original one. was just for Wii U. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I played a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, when Splatoon 2 came out, I feel like there wasn't that many games for the Switch. So I played a lot of it. But eventually I was like, all right, I'm done paintballing fucking walls and floors <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, uh, you can only do this so much. I wish there was like another shooting online game uh for the switch that was popular maybe there is but like something like 007 for the 64 but for the switch you know if only i don't know yeah maybe maybe someday are you a squid or are you a kid yes who knows Mm. i won't know. know yeah kirby and the forgotten land this is day one for you definitely cool first fully 3d kirby game 
It's definitely unique for that. I mean, I love Kirby games. It's a, that that one they just released or they announced the release date. That's kind of been uh, it's been around in, yeah. in the hopper, ready to be released for a while now. Um, it looks neat. I've never really dived into a Kirby game fully, and it looks like there's some elements to it that they talk about. Like I'm supposed to know what they are. Kirby games have always been to me more simpler games. They're like, supposed to be easy to finish, easy to beat. They're similar to like Yoshi games to me. Um, yes, but still fun and still yeah. Nintendo made uh, in house. And this one has mouthful mode, which yes. is the cutest, disgusting thing ever. <laughs> I was gonna say, is it cute? <laughs> It is cute. Just swallow he's an just, entire car. He's yeah. unhinging his little pink jaw, and it's just oh, a whole he, Trans he Am a station wagon. This whole Trans Am in his mouth. <laughs> it looks fun. I don't yeah. know. It, it it looks like a fun game to to just stick around on and play, like sort of like uh, the Star Wars Lego game, you know? Yeah. So oh, I love, yeah. I love Kirby games. Um, one of my favorites is the Kirby Epic Yarn game. Uh my friend and I beat that in like a night one time. Like it was just boom running through it, but it was so cute. It was so fun. Yeah. We had a lot of fun on a, it was a couch co-op too. That's the other thing. Oh really? Is it was so fun. Yeah. That one was on the Wii and they had to have a 3DS release, but we beat it on the Wii on a couch co-op and it was a lot of fun as a couch I have co-op. It. I've never played it. I want to get play Kayla it. to play it. I think okay. she'd like that one. You guys would like that one for a couch co-op for sure. Okay. We will. Um, don't but the yarn I, games kind of have like not necessarily in game mechanic, but like the Paper Mario vibe? Essentially, yeah. like fun elements of the materials. Yeah, yes. yeah. I appreciate yeah. that kind of creativity. That one was before the Yoshi one, so yes, yeah, Woolly Yoshi, World or Yoshi Woolly World. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoshi pulled from that, but I liked yeah. it. It was cute, so that's fun. Disney Speedstorm. <laughs> I was I, excited till they said the words free to play. It's going to be six year olds. Uh, yeah. I didn't even hear them say that. It yep. is a free to play game, which means it's going to be frustrating to advance because yeah. it'll I'm probably require micro transactions. Mm-hmm. I'll play it. It's I'm free. Why it. not? I'll check it out. It's also, it's also cross platform. Interesting. It's huh. cute. It's Disney. I like Disney. I like a cart I like racer. racers. Yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. I have to. If the mechanics cool. are good for cart racing, I'll be down to play it because yeah. you don't necessarily have to do microtransactions if you're good at the game. In yes. theory. Hopefully. Hopefully. Say if it's a good free to play game, that's true. Yeah. Yes. No Man's Sky. Who's picking this up? <laughs> I am surprised they brought it to the Switch. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. That's all I had in my notes about it. I was like, who greenlit this? Yeah. Who wants to play that game on a Switch is it's my gonna, question. Your Switch is going to overheat, mm-hmm. and you're going to have just like the most pixelated little planet. Honestly, it's it's not necessarily that taxing of a game on a PC. Like It's, it's like Breath it's, of the Wild. Well, it's not it's so much that it's the like it's surprisingly simple. Like Hello Games is a small studio and there's nothing like over the top high res about the graphics or anything. It's just like a lot the way that it's generating worlds makes yeah. it seem big a little bit more like vast. Like that's what they started with when they talked about it in the direct. 
Um, and they've added to that game a ton over the years. I had it on uh, PC Game Pass that I checked it out again about a year ago, and I had fun playing it for a while. It's one of those games you really have to grind right at the beginning to get going. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, kind of like Minecraft, so I appreciated that part of it. But like, you do have to really invest in figuring out what you're doing um before you really play the game so i'll be surprised if it really catches on on switch but it's neat that they packed it into something that can actually physically be played on a switch which we can't say about everything that came in this direct there'll be an expansion a year later with the labo vr kit for it so you can (laughs) lay in bed while playing it (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that was one of those games. Like, I remember when it first came out, Scott picked it up. It was like a day one buy for Mm -hmm. him. For me, too. Like, space and exploration games and stuff like that. Day one disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. And he. Big disappointment for me. Yep. He played it for a while and then he was like, I'm done. But then he revisited like a year later and he was like, Oh, it's better. It is a way better better game, Uh but it is not what. Still yeah. not that great. It got so it got so overhyped, and yep. Sony putting money into distribution yep. probably ruined it. Yep. I'm surprised but, that they turned around and made it as good as it is today. I played it in VR. Then later, I I brought it back after the VR patch came in, and I was like, "Oh, this is sort of fun. Like it's cool to walk around the world." But I can't. I've never I, tried it. I have to bust out the quest and try it. Yeah, I've never gotten off the planet, so. Oh, see, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. I've played it enough that I've actually gotten off of a planet and onto another. And see, that's the other thing, though, is you can literally pick the wrong planet to land. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Yeah, the yeah, first I'm- time I played it, that put me on a poisonous planet. And I'm just like, well, this is fun. Yeah. Like, is this every planet? Mm-hmm. But no, it's <laughs> not. You know. No. All right. Enough No Man's Sky. It, it's depressing. It's no a dead thanks. horse. Dead horse. We're beating it. <laughs> yeah. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. I'm excited about this. Um, these were Game Boy Advance games when they first came out, and it's one of our friend's favorite games, Marcus. Uh, MKN Retro Gamer. Guest on of Instagram. the show. Yeah, guest of the show. Friend of the pod. Um, yeah. So I'm sure he's very excited about this. I'm sure. Graphics like- look looks great on it. All of it looks oh, great. Yeah. Um, this might be a day one for me, honestly. Probably cool. not for me. I, I think it looks neat. I don't know enough about Advance Wars. I appreciated the fact, though, that at least they attempted to not just say remake in the title of the game and called reboot. it Reboot Camp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they tried to get militant with it, at least. So I, yeah. I, I give them a feather in their cap for not just doing what square does, which bothers me, even though I know it doesn't ultimately matter. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of like a uh, tactical RPGs or military style strategy games in this direct. Mm-hmm. And I don't play those. So this is one of them. I won't be getting it, but I know people love it and I'm excited for you. So the nice thing about this that they mentioned in the direct is that you can go back and like reverse time, which you can do in like the Super Nintendo games online, Mm -hmm. Um, which is beneficial because playing this game on the Game Boy Advance, you make one wrong move and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm dead now. But I still have to like go through the whole fucking level 
until all my people die because of that one move. Um, so this is nice where you can just like reverse it and be like, okay, let me, let me fix that. You know, it's going to be more playable essentially, which will be sure. nice. Star Wars, the force unleashed. Yeah. You guys excited for this? I actually might buy this one. Cause this is a game that, um, I know has uh, a lot of fan base. It's a great as, game. As far as star Wars and video gamers alike. And I never really put the time into it because it was a, it came out at the time when I wasn't spending money on games in okay. that interim. Uh, like I'll, I'll say like the Wii era, yeah, the PS3 era, the 360 era, the DS era. Um, I just didn't have the extra money for games, so I just kind of missed it. Um, but I probably will buy it for the Switch, so I can give it a, a fair shake here. I have it on PC. I don't need it. Cool. <laughs> Assassin's Creed, anyone? Nah. I'm not an Assassin's Creed fan, yeah, but nah. cool. Still, they they're sh- throwing it on the Switch. I don't know enough about Assassin's Creed. Did they actually say which Assassin's Creed games it is? It's like, the, which three? Ezio, Ezio collection. It's probably the main three. Yeah, so, it's so the first I feel like there's three, so many of them I like lose track because this has already come out for other systems. Yes. The Ezio collection. The yeah. Ezio collection yeah. has they come had out the Ezio for trilogy before. I had it. Well, but this PS3, very thing is on PS4. Oh, is yeah. it now? Yeah. Oh. So it's okay. So it's it's Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations. Yeah. I lose track because I have Assassin's yeah. Creed Unity. Which actually had a lot of fun playing because it came out for free after um, Notre Dame caught fire in France. Oh, um, cool. I got it on the Ubisoft store, and it's a fun game. Those games are fun, but they're very involved. There's a lot of yeah. cutscenes. You do have to invest time, so yeah. I probably won't have time on no, my no Switch. Thanks. But I I cannot hate on Assassin's Creed games. They're beautiful looking games. No. Yeah, people told me to try four. Black Flag. They said I'd like Black that. Black Flag's one. fun, yeah. Yeah, but I have again. You it's ships. time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah, yeah, I just don't have a lot of time for it. Uh, so Cuphead's doing a DLC. Anyone excited about that? I think it's cool, but I've never finished the game. It's so <laughs> I fucking suck hard. At Cuphead. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so bad. But you can play as the Chalice now. So which looks I like love uh, Cuphead, and I'm terrible at it. Yeah, the I chal- love the game, but I just cannot play it. The yeah. Chalice looks like uh, the not cranky kong who who was the kong in tropical freeze that made it easier funky funky kong yeah chalice yeah what 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 i don't think chalice looks like funky i don't think she looks like funky no 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 not looks acts like it like 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 it's like it's uh like an easier version okay i will take a cuphead funky kong absolutely i need that in this game like you can double jump, you can okay. dodge okay. easier, this and that. I'm like, okay, okay cool. This might well, maybe be I fun. do need the DLC then. Yeah, yeah. maybe we yeah. all need the DLC of Cuphead, <laughs> so I we need a funky feel Kong good Cuphead. about buying that game and never beating it. <laughs> oh, all right, another fun one that I already own, but it's coming out to the Americas. Taiko no Tatsujin. Rhythm Taiko Festival. no Tatsuchin. Yes. Rhythm, Rhythm Festival. Yes. This is the drumming game, 
originally for the PS2 that then came out for the Switch. Kelly and I both own the PS2 version sealed, right? No? You opened yours? Okay. No, I didn't. It's still in my closet, and I'm wondering what I should do with it still. So it's a PS2. I was going to say, I think this game looks like so much fun, and I've never heard of it. Oh, dude, it's so much fun. There was a Switch version that was, uh, I know I bought on sale on the eShop. Um, I have I have the Japanese version. Uh, oh, I could throw it on Switch. my hard drive on my PS2. So you take if both I the to. Joy Cons if you don't have the drum. You take both the Joy Cons and you just fucking go. That's like what this. I was wondering: is yeah. it can I just play with Joy Cons? Because yeah, it so looks like fun. fun. I'm about to jump back into the the rhythm game space. I got a, I grabbed a controller so that I can play some Clone Hero on my PC, and uh, I love rhythm games. And this one, I I was like. This doesn't look like something I care about. I was about to switch. Then I saw that it was a rhythm game. I was like, holy crap, this looks like so much fun. They're so fun. And you can play Megalovania on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they do make a third-party drum for the Switch if you want one. Let me they know. Make, I can they order. make an original one, though, too. I know, yeah, but, but I, I, can a, you a third, I can get you okay. a third-party one. All if right. you need one, hit me up. All right. From who, I was Corey? thinking about ordering one for myself, but I hadn't yet. But this one might make me buy one. Who does the third party one, Hori? Uh, I don't know. I get it through Hyperkin, so I can. Oh, okay. yeah, but, cool. Yeah, no, I I definitely want to buy that one. It looks fun. So you can get keep going. AliExpress ones too. Oh boy, <laughs> those are junk. Get one from Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> so a game that I'm very hype about, very hype about seeing is Live a Live. Which was originally for the live Super Nintendo. It's live alive. alive. Is it live alive? <laughs> it's live alive. It's live it alive. It's live. What if it's live alive? Live, live alive. alive. That would live make the alive. most sense of anything. But I, he called it live alive in the in the thing. <sighs> okay. Well, <sighs> my world is ending all around me. <laughs> it's crumbling. <laughs> live alive was originally for the Super Famicom. I have this for the Super Nintendo English translated version. Did you get it from our friend Mike? No. I know Tyler did. No. I was just wondering if you did too. I just so got it a- from eBay years ago. And oh, okay. it's a fun game that I never finished, but I absolutely loved um, because it was so, I don't know. It reminded me of Chrono Trigger to a certain degree, but you could choose between, I think, eight different characters, and each character had its own game. So you would beat that character and then go to a next character yeah, who's like in a whole different, different world. Yeah. yeah, different eras or something, right? Because you're like going from the prehistoric era to like feudal Japan yeah. to like yeah. the future to like right yeah, now. Yeah, so like feudal Japan, you're like uh, an assassin ninja. So you have to like sneak around and stuff. So it's like different control layouts and stuff, but still like RPG elements linked to the past looking graphics. Mm-hmm. So this remake is in the vein of Octopath Traveler. Is it by the same makers? Do you guys know? This is Square. Okay, uh, Live which... Alive is Square. So Square did Octopath, right? Well, let me look. I should get better information than that because it's Don't probably speak uh, until you know. A oh, yeah. seven, it's seven different stories, not eight. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, no. So it is. Uh, Square did the development on Octopath Traveler as well. Okay. So it's definitely their arts. I love this art style. I love this, this art style too. What is this called? Two D HD or something? HD two D. Okay. 2D. So cool looking. Yeah. So as an appreciator of the sixteen bit 
color yeah. palette. Oh yeah. It's awesome looking. This will be a day one for me. As long as they make a physical version. Well, um, yeah. The SNES version's great though too, if you can find an English translated cart. Game room market, if he still has any. He had a full English translated with a like cart and manual and box yeah. and everything that was super nice. Tyler got one. I remember him seeing get him get one. I'm pretty sure it was this it's game. It's a fun game, but we emulators could put ours on our Switch Classic editions too. Mm-hmm. There you go. I know a guy. His name's Sam. He can do it. Okay. Interesting. All right, Sam. <laughs> Triangle strategy. Is this by the same makers? Is this yes, square also too? square okay. and also HD 2D style. Yeah, and looks fun. Stamp of approval. Looks beautiful. Same with front mission, put, right? Yes. Looks good. Uh, what else do we got that looks good before I go back? Okay. Uh, speaking on Square, they had yes. the Kingdom Hearts cloud-based collection. Yes. Which I sort of that. teased at when I was mentioning No Man's Sky. What do you guys think about the, the cloud stuff? I mean, I already own these games like two or three times. Why not have a third, you know? My thought, though, is what happens when square or whoever decides oh we don't need to run a server for this anymore oh yeah i mean that's and you have a copy of this game that you just can't play anymore because yeah. it was meant to be streamed from a server somewhere because you're not actually buying no a rom you're buying access to a computer that's playing the rom onto your device yeah how do you feel about yeah. that i don't like that concept <laughs> I don't. It's neat for convenience, but I feel like they should be selling a service. I don't feel like they should sell this game by game is what Cause, bothers cause me. Because it will, the server will be taken down eventually. Eventually, As yes. we've seen continuously. Or we die before. What if the, the world last ends. signal on <laughs> Earth is Kingdom Hearts stream? God. Let me ask you this, Bo. If that's the, the last... Karu, if that's playing. the last stream on Earth and the last food on Earth is... Thin mints, would you consider eating thin mints? No. If those are the last two things on earth, I'm fucking set. Yeah, take I'm me out. Set. Take me out. See you guys later. Gone. I'll be here. I'll be here. It's fine. It is Girl Scout season again. We're going to have That's to get true. some cookies. Yeah, I say true. we have a Girl Scout podcast coming now, up here. My mother in law actually introduced me to uh, Samoas from Aldi's. I'm not yes, sure what they're called, but them. dude, they're they fucking, the truth. they're banging. They've, they are they've the got truth. A new, they've got a new flavor this year. Benton's. That's there doesn't the, need the, to be the, a new flavor of Girl Scout cookies. Samoa's well, wins. They already, they already got new, it right. There's yeah. a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just break the Samoa's I, I don't even, Yeah, I don't even care about the new one. I don't even want to hear yeah, about it. I'm sure it's all the way. Yeah. I'm here for Samoa slander. I, I got to be a little uh, jockey embarrassed here. I'm genuinely excited for MLB The Show 22 <laughs> to come out for the Switch. Okay. That's I funny. love baseball video games. I always have. And um, up until last year, MLB The Show was a first-party exclusive for PlayStation. It's developed by Sony Computer Entertainment. And last year, they finally branched out and put it on Xbox. This year, they're definitely putting it on Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation. I'm hoping they're going to bring it to PC, but I'm very excited because there has not been, just so that for the uninitiated, there hasn't been 
a cross-platform decent baseball game since 2005. Yeah. So this is a big deal for people that are into that kind of stuff that are, you know, in their 30s and were playing EA Sports baseball games growing up. And then all of a sudden they decided we're going exclusive for football. So 2K said we're going exclusive for baseball. And then they just dropped the ball. They stopped making games and there just hasn't been baseball video games. So it seems like a typical uh, sports game, throw it in the garbage kind of thing. But it's a big deal if you've been following that. And that's like your thing. Like I, I've been playing the same game for 17 years now because I didn't ever have like I had a PS3 for a while, but I just never had the consoles. They just didn't line up for me as far as like I was an Xbox guy for a long time. And uh, it's just nice to see it start to come back to earth a little bit. So exciting Absolutely. to see it come out on Switch. I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be picking that up. All right, that's cool. So there's two more games that were announced. Two that I'm so excited about. Kelly, you're very excited about the one. Maybe two. Maybe well, both. I'm of them. excited about both of them. Which one do you want me to start with? Well, go ahead. You you start. We're talking with about our new online content. Sure, we'll start For with both that of one. these. Oh no! no well, no, no, no. Just oh, okay. So oh, yeah, I'll, no, I'll start okay. with the know, online content. I know where you're going now. My favorite video game. Everyone should know this is Earthbound. Yes. Uh, I'm excited about this too. I'm so excited about this. There's actually, I have a hashtag saved on my Instagram that's just Earthbound, right? And I see, I don't follow this motherfucker, but it's Earthbound for the Switch, I think is his Instagram name. And every day he would post, Earthbound has not come out for the Switch today and would like date it. And I'm like, why do I see this every day that I'm on Instagram? I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I have not yet seen. I, I got to look up his account to see. I got to look at it right now to see if he's posted, you know, something like, it's oh, my God, Earthbound came out. Pissing himself. Yeah. <laughs> for the, like, for the past seven I don't know what days. to do with this account afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Earthbound for the switch. Yeah. Earthbound underscore for switch. So 13 hour, 13 hours ago, Earthbound was released to Switch on February 9th, 2022. Thank you to everyone. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Available for seven we days as of February 16th, 2022. Oh my God. Two days ago, Earthbound was released to Switch on February 9th, 2022. Thank you to everyone. Available for six days as of February 15th, 2022. Oh my God. So this guy is making like literally every day he, he does this. So this Earthbound is cool. underscore for Switch. Yeah, but Oh the God. bound is uh, a zero. Uh, okay. So maybe he made an original account that just says earthbound underscore four switch. No, I found it. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but every day it was like earthbound never came out. Oh, look. He actually now has a post that says it every day. Yes. That's really annoying. It That's is really terrible. annoying. Mission so, success. Yes, like he did on February 9th, mission success. <laughs> Words can't begin to express how much I want to thank every single one of you who has participated in the Earthbound for Switch account in any way. Today on February 9th, 2022, <laughs> All 500 of you. Nintendo <laughs> announced the release. 
Get Ben. Of Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings for Nintendo Switch Online. Right now, my heart is filled with joy and excitement, and so many of you are reaching out and sharing your joy with me. So many people supported this project, especially my amazing fiance, Holly. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. This account isn't going anywhere. Posts will continue. Now go enjoy Earthbound for Switch. This guy sucks. But we, did it, we did it. <laughs> he thinks that he made this he happen, but he put Earthbound on the switch. It was him. It was all him. You know, if it was, thank you, dude. Thanks. He's Earthbound. selling custom painted Xbox controllers for Is forty it? bucks. That's you admirable. Know that, sends a, that tells tells you a lot about a person. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, never mind. I'm seeing now they're not Xbox controllers. They're like hacky, not xbox controllers that also Bad tells you a lot kids. don't a get in the van don't get in the van <laughs> turn around say either no. way all right so earthbound came out for the switch it's online only uh so if you have the 20 dollars membership it's free it's amazing it's the same old earthbound uh i've been playing it since it since i learned about it i'm very happy my wife is like so you're really going to play this game again? And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. It's great that it's portable. What I'm excited. Yep. Yes. I'm, and I've had it portable already in multiple ways. But what I'm excited about is that Nintendo acknowledged this game again. It's been a while. The last time it's been on a system is the Wii U, which isn't that far away. But nothing has happened since then. So with them doing this, I almost think... It's Nintendo, you know, taking the analytics of people playing this game and seeing how many actually play it to how many people finish it and if they should proceed in making a remake of it like Zelda Link's Awakening. That'd be fun. Did you happen to see the promo that they did outside of the Direct for the fact that they're putting Earthbound on Switch Online? Yes, I, I might have, yeah. Where they explain how most people probably know who Ness is because yes, of Yes, Smash. it was the most ridiculous thing, yeah. It was yeah. a lot, but I, I appreciated the fact that even they were willing to say, like, we haven't done anything with this character, so we feel compelled to introduce him. Yeah, <laughs> and like, it's like, oh, yeah. it's it's a game, but there's not dragons. You beat up your neighbor's <laughs> dog. Like, totally like, bagged on I, RPGs. Don't say that you beat up your neighbor's dog because that's not what it is. It's not. It's it's just a <laughs> just an angry dog. Like don't no. It's not. It's no one's pet. You know. Yeah. But, if you um, need happy dog video games, you go to Undertale. Yeah, which right. is by someone that absolutely loved Earthbound too. Yes. So they same did thing. they did Earthbound and they did the original Earthbound Beginnings which never actually came out uh in America, but I love that they're actually giving that treatment in America though. Like I know they have for years now, but I used to play that as a hacky fan translation as Earthbound 0 before they yep. called it Earthbound Beginnings. Beginnings. And I I mean I've played like, you know, just straight up fan translations of mother and yeah it's fun to see nintendo treat those games with the respect they deserve yes i'm so happy for this i'm really happy to see the future of mother and earthbound and where where it comes like where it goes and all that like i feel like nintendo might be looking at my instagram (laughs) and they're like oh what does this guy like oh 
let's let's do something. Let's do something he likes, you know? And I'm happy about that. Or they looked at the Earthbound for Switch account and they're like, yeah. This they guy saw gets- your account and they were like, this guy's got a Nintendo jacket. He must work here. <laughs> yeah. He Yo, must work here. Better listen to him. I, for real though, I do love seeing the fact that they're finally willing to like look at some of these old IPs. Like, old IPs. Not just these old IPs, but even like a lot old like jrpg properties and say you know what i think western audience gamers can actually play these games so let's again too. put out mm-hmm. english versions of them yeah like for real instead of making them you know translate them themselves it's, it's neat to see there be more buy-in from the west audience too because i know it's not it's still a niche in this market but it's it's cool to see like more games getting international respect yeah yeah um i'll i'll say my piece on earthbound um i know we've talked about it before probably a million times on here but i haven't played it yet and that's because i didn't i have like a fan translation cartridge or something and it was just like i don't want to do it on that i want to play like the actual game or as close as i could get to an actual game um we're talking about mother. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, mother yes two. Yes. You're talking yes about. and yes. Mother two. Okay. You're talking yes. about a Game Boy Advance cartridge, right? Yes, I had, I had, I had one, and then two and three. Um, fans translated. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like it was three like you and... could play Earthbound, but it's like not Earthbound. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was that like, that Game Boy Advance version, I don't think is fully translated. Never officially. I, yeah. So, yeah. I, I it just. My hang-up was I wanted to play it correctly. I wanted to play yeah. Earthbound itself correctly uh, the first time I played it. And I've been hunting that game for – I calculated it out. It's been over a decade I've been hunting that game. Jesus. And I, yep. And I was like – every time I came across it, it was just either didn't have the extra cash. But now I wish I would have just, you know, paid the $150. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Um so I was just like, whatever, I'll, I'll play it someday. Um, but now that this is here, this is going to be the way that I play it. I'm excited to try it. Uh, uh, let's talk I'm, about it because I have a guess that I want to get on that is a, like a big Earthbound fan as I am. It's going to be my my nighttime game yeah, before I, I fall asleep. I would, you were talking about how you take the Switch to bed. That's yeah. something that I've been doing. Or and have done in the past and start playing it because I would love to play it with you. I just started it again and we can sort of play it together this week. Yes, that was my plan. That was going to be the next game that I played and I wasn't going to talk about there because I didn't want to earlier in the segment because I didn't want to give that away. But that's I wasn't really diving into anything because that was going to be my big next play was going to be Earthbound. And I literally just started it and I'm going to play it tonight before I go to bed. Um, but nice. it's a good nighttime game. Like, yes. It, it's very peaceful. Definitely play it, though, with the sound on because the soundtrack is something that oh, makes the game yeah. so beautiful. I, I do know the soundtrack because a lot of the time when I work or, you know, when I'm doing something that requires my attention, I just put on, you know, like a generic video game soundtrack mm. playlist. And there's a ton of RPGs that have just beautiful soundtracks, but I don't play them. Yeah. So like Earthbound, Chrono Trigger. Yeah. wonderful soundtracks love them final fantasy love it 
Yeah. Never play the games because I'm just not a huge JRPG person. But, yeah. you know, they have great soundtracks. So, yes, I am excited to kind of put everything together. Cool. Uh, as far as that goes. Awesome. Well, let's end with our favorite, I guess. I mean, Earthbound was our my favorite. favorite. Collective, our collective favorite. favorite. The precisely choice of the direct. Yes. Which I think everybody probably knows if you watch the direct and you listen to us regularly. <laughs> God, if it was Dynamite Cop, though, I'd been so much more hyped. <laughs> I was going to say, well, it's not even a light gun game. Could you imagine? <laughs> we start off the episode, guys. You'll never yeah. believe this. You know what? Wait, start the Instagram account, Dynamite Cop for Switch. <laughs> yes. I'm on it. Okay. All right. Dynamite Cop underscore for Switch. Four underscore switch. Yes. <laughs> Can you do it? I mean, you gotta I post could. every day. Though. Every day. I, said, oh I could. Do God. I want to? No. no even don't do remotely. it. No. 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 All right. Do you want me to say it? Yes. They're putting Clino on the switch. Clino! It's happening. So they are putting the original PS1 game and the PS2 version. Yes. Clino 1 and 2 are coming to the switch. Both PlayStation games, which is crazy to me because there was Nintendo Klonoa games, um, but none one for the Wii there. and two for the Game Boy Advance. So this is sort of insane that the the very expensive PlayStation games are coming to the Switch, and I'm yes. so hyped because I I've never well I played the PS1 version on the PSP, but I've never owned it. You own it, and yes, uh, I do. Yeah, and the graphics look great. The updated oh, graphics yeah. look awesome. Oh, it looks beautiful. I I I was watching the direct and uh, on my TV, and Scott came in, and well, first of all, I had said earlier when we were texting, uh, he goes, "What are you watching?" I was like, "Nintendo Direct." He's like, "What is that? Like Sega Channel?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, but he like sat down and he was like watching it with me, and then like I. I knew it was coming on, but I was just kind of rewatching it for the, for note taking situation. And I saw them cut to it and I go, I point to the TV and exclaim very loudly, there's my boy. <laughs> and he was like, what are you doing? I yeah. was just like, very excited. It looks it's so, so exciting. It looks yeah. so good. It looks great. I'm happy that it's not just one game. It's two games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two of the, better games in my opinion um yes and now more people will know about clonoa like i'm pumped for it he is in the spotlight where he deserves to be so i have a question with these original games that we have like you have the ps1 version that last time i checked is like worth 400 bucks cib 500 but 500 okay (laughs) the ps2 version is like 150 dollars Mm-hmm. Do you think that when this game is released in July, I believe it is? July 8th, I think it is, yeah. Will that make the price of the originals go down? Or go up? See, we we touched on this in the beginning. I've been trying to remember for the entire time we've been recording. When... Earthbound came to the Wii U store. Mm-hmm. That was like the first digital release of Earthbound because it wasn't on any of them before. Did it come out to the 3DS too or no? I forget. 
I can't remember. But okay. anyway, that era, that yeah. store was the first time they put Earthbound out through Nintendo since the Super Nintendo cartridge, I would say. Correct? I don't think yeah. there was any other... It wasn't on the Wii or anything. Yeah. yeah. So I was trying to remember if the price... And I think it did. The price for the original Earthbound cartridge went up. Okay. When it because dropped it got, on the Wii U. Because it got more popular. Yes. That and makes I think sense. that's what happened. I think it is. And But this will be a physical to- game, right? And not a digital game. So people have the physical version. So Yeah, but I'm saying for like for Earthbound again. It's coming out, you know, or it is technically out on a digital platform again. For you, your copy of Earthbound, what are we going to see with it versus, you know, the Klonoa physical copy versus physical copy? Yeah, so I actually... I don't know. I just looked up Earthbound, right? And I looked up sold ones. So before February 9th, right? Like, for instance, February 4th, one sold for $435. February second, one sold for four fifty. Bunch at four fifty. January thirtieth, one sold for five fifty. Just cartridge, right? Mm-hmm. But then you go to the newest ones that sold. February sixteenth, three hundred and ninety nine dollars, and then February fourteenth, three hundred seventy two dollars. So there is definitely mm-hmm. a price, little price decrease after February 9th. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm sort of like wondering, like. Do I need to keep my PS2 version of Klonoa or should I cash in on it? Or will it go up in price? I obviously I don't predict the future, but I don't. I'm going to be the skeptic that says it's not going to waver as much as you'd think. Okay. Yeah. I think it it's not. Oh, like it's not a fan favorite, uh, like Earthbound in a way. It's not a yeah. cult classic in that sense. It is its own. Like, if you like Klonoa, you like Klonoa. If you know who Klonoa is, you know. But if you don't, you've never heard of this character and you have no desire to have a $150 PS2 game. So I I don't think think it's going to matter too much on that one specifically. I think PS2 still got a bit of a wave to go. And I think people are still going to be looking for those games that are still accessible. Because I don't think... Uh, it's not like it's it's so it, it's still going to be in demand on a PS2 whether there's a Switch version or not. Yes, it's, it's time and time again these remakes don't necessarily completely eat away at at that yeah. value. Yeah. So uh, I'll remain skeptic. Okay, that's fair. I, I mean, might hold the, on to it then. The PS2 is in its like hype phase right now. Like we see the ebb and flow of every generation. Um, and that's what I, people I tell people right now when they're looking for PlayStation Two stuff, or if they're looking for a PlayStation Two, um, you know, like what, what, why is that more expensive, or what? Why can't I find a copy of Simpsons Hit and Run or whatever? And it's because everybody's looking for it. Everybody wants to buy it right now. That's the the wave of nostalgia that we're riding is the PS Two era. PS One is a little bit pretty heavily on that in the gamecube though right now for sure so simpsons hit and run seriously hard to find uh, it's like a 35 dollar game i think wow 40 dollar (laughs) game yeah but people want i mean it was a good game oh i know it is i love that game i just haven't bought ps2 because 
I'm uh, I'm a hacker and I have my free McBoot. I don't That's, need to buy a PS2. Yeah, anymore. I know you're fancy, fancy. <laughs> but yeah, no, PlayStation Two is still pretty sought after. Um, mm. So a lot of people are buying. Oh, I knew it. that for sure. So yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to let my dogs out right now. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing a having a wireless laptop. Yeah. It's MTV Cribs right now. We're getting yeah. a tour. I'm trying to let my dogs out. I'm curious out how far your Wi-Fi is going to go before oh. the podcast is just me and Kelly. Uh-oh. Yeah. It should be all right. There might be some door creaking and stuff like that. If you walk but... far enough, you might be able to catch my Wi-Fi. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we could triangulate between the three of us. I'll say, I'll just, uh, I'll say I'll just put a hanger out my window and see if <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit anything goes a little farther. Yeah. So I got I got antennas so I could I could beam it to your house. Here's I could beam a game it to I Kelly's just got. Too. Oh, I didn't Ooh. pick that one up yet. Ooh, he's holding up Mario Party superstars. Yeah, so this is like all the original listening. Mario Party games. That did look pretty solid. I do yeah. want to get that one. I can bump some balls it. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. I could do it all. I'm very excited for it. It was only 30 bucks at the That's pawn good. shop. Someone pawned it with an OLED system and then ended up selling it to us. And I was like, I want that game. <laughs> so my manager gave it to me for 30 bucks. And I was like, cool, I will buy that because that's a $50 wow. game all day. Yeah. yeah. Good deals. So, yeah. Fantastic. Anything else that you guys want to talk about? Or do you want to call it a night? I have talked all I can talk. Me yeah. too. Yeah, I think I've said my piece on everything that was on the direct. So we're excited about Klonoa, Earthbound, Live a Live, and everything else. (laughs) MLB the show. (laughs) MLB the show, yeah. Kirby. And we're very excited about our beer release March 5th at Love Giraffe's Brewing Company. So if you guys are in the central Pennsylvania area, please join us March Even 5th. Even if you don't want to play Smash, come hang out yeah. and have drink a beer. beer. Yeah. Love Drafts is such an awesome place and you're going to have such a good time hanging out and maybe even just hanging out with us that night. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. It will be I, fun. I do want to say before we close out here, I'm sure that we have or are going to be co- picking up a couple more listeners with this traction from Love Drafts. Uh, and I want to say thank you for at least giving it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a fan, welcome. Uh, if you're not, sorry. Sorry. It's just a fun hobby. Except you know? if you're still listening and you're not a fan, like, you're what dumb. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Bo's podcasting from his fridge Bo's right podcasting now. from a train right now. Because <laughs> I'm looking for another beer, even though it's, like, so late. I probably shouldn't have a beer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, my God. The, well, anyway, yeah, just the thank, peak you. Of the mountain. thank you for stopping in and, and checking us out. And Absolutely. we hope to see you at at the beer release. If not, you'll be there in spirit, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll That's have it. a fun yeah. time. And uh, I plan on posting a really cool video that Sam made for this oh, yeah, Super Smash Brothers tomorrow. Can we post yeah. that tomorrow? Can we yeah. post that tomorrow? I'm Should so excited to share it. Okay. I want to share mine tomorrow. Yeah. So, well, there's already a cool video out by the time you're hearing By the time you hear this. Okay. <laughs> I was going to wait so until much. this comes out, but no. No. When Sam sent that video the first time, the sound that left my body was not. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Right. I, oh, my God. I'll post it tomorrow. That sounds yeah, good. I'll post I it had, tomorrow. I, I can't, fun with that one. I can't hold on to it any longer. Okay. Okay. It's like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. And 
again, thank you too for being on this podcast with me. This was a lot of fun. Of course. Absolutely. Let's do it again soon. Please. All right. Well, let's do it before the event. Yes. Let's do that. All right. And do. Sounds good. Well, I will talk to you guys soon and we out. We out. We out. We out.